Welcome back. This is the DearWokeChristian.com podcast. My name is Jason. This is a podcast where we encourage Christians to open up their Bibles, read their Bibles in light of God's holy and revealed word, compare what they are reading to what's being promoted by their critical race theorists, as well as social justice warriors. My name is Jason. I am the host of Dear Woke Christian, the podcast, as well as the author of DearWokeChristian.com, the blog. And today we're going to do something different. I'm going to every now and then introduce a new feature. And this one's going to be called This Week in Memeology. Memeology is just the use of memes to promote a thought process or an idea. And sadly, many people use it to push theology. And so I make up the word, I made up the word memeology because sometimes they just get a little bit carried away. So for our first installment of this week in memeology, I'm going to start out probably different than I will in other instances. As soon as I get video content, I will um, make it a little bit different. But right now I'm going to actually read to you the scripture that we're going to compare to the meme that uh, has been percolating on social media today for some reason. It's actually kind of old, but for some reason or other, it's really bubbled up in the last two or three days. But let's just read. This is Luke chapter 15, and this is called the parable of the lost sheep. You may, you may not already know where, what the meme is that we're going to be discussing, but let's go. Now, the tax collectors and sinners were all drawing near to hear him, and that him, of course, is Christ. And the Pharisees and scribes grumbled, saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and his neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. So that's the Bible verse. So now let's go ahead and jump into the meme. I'm pretty sure you've heard this one. You maybe even shared it with your peers or whatever, but we're going to look at it in light of what the scripture, the actual context of the scripture is, and see if what we thought is exactly what was being shared. And I think we'll find it a little bit interesting. So let's just jump in. And here we go. And this is really a tweet that's been shared as a, as a, like a, I don't want to call it a true meme, but it's a tweet that's been shared. So this day in memeology is inaugural edition. We'll be dealing with a tweet. There we go. Now here, here it reads. If you are a Christian and can't hear black lives matters without feeling the need to respond with a criticism that all lives matter, then crack open your Bible and hit and hit up Luke 15. Don't have it handy? Let me summarize it. There are a hundred sheep, but one goes missing. Jesus leaves the 99 and goes after the one. The 99? But what about us? Don't we matter? 
Of course, the 99 still matter, but they're not the ones in danger. The one is, I'll say it again, Black Lives Matter, inspired by original post by so-and-so. All right. So that's that. So let's just look at it. Hopefully, since we started out doing the front loading of reading the actual passage, you see the problem with this theology. Again, I don't have a problem if you want to argue Black Lives Matter. That's fine. I have no problem with that. Just don't try to use scripture to support it. That's where problems come in. Scripture doesn't support it. And this one right here is not supported by scripture. You're using scripture as a prop to post up your idea about Black Lives Matters. Again, whether you believe that or not, whether you support that or not, that's beside the point. But let's look at it. So now, if you're a Christian, that's me, and I can't hear Black Lives Matter without needing to respond with criticism, I don't actually say all lives matter. I, I really don't, because it's almost like a foregone conclusion. Of course, all lives matter. I, I've never, so I've never been that all lives matter guy. But on the same note, if somebody does, I, I'm not mad at them. But then this gentleman tells us to crack open his Bible. I think the first flaw is that he said he would summarize it. Because as we just read, there's a little bit of front work even before the parable begins. So even though he jumps in, he just dive bombs in um, with a hundred sheep. There's actually some more that goes on before that. Let's just go back and read it again. Luke 15. Now the tax collectors and sinners were drawing near to hear him and the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling saying, this man receives sinners and eats with them. That's pretty big because the sinners and the tax collectors are the people that Jesus was being um, excoriated for receiving. Not the quote unquote righteous and holy people like the scribes and Pharisees. You see what I'm saying? So there's a reason why Jesus is telling this story about the lost sheep and it's the sinners. It's the tax collectors. Later on, it'll be the the um, the prostitutes and anybody else that is that is that is acknowledging their sin, because it's saying that these people are drawing near to Christ, so they clearly are recognizing that they are sinners and they need to come to the Messiah. That's pretty clear. So let's go back to the mean. He starts off and says, "There are a hundred sheep." See, <laughs> there wasn't just a hundred sheep. There was a lot of buildup on the front end of that before we got to the hundred sheep. So again, memeology is really tough. You really, not everybody can, not everybody should. And I would almost go as far to say nobody should, but here we go. So he's saying that, and here's the parable. So he told them this parable, what man of you, and keep in mind, he's actually starting out. Christ is still starting out, pointing out the fact that these people would do this. They would do this. And he says, what man of you, kind of like, which one of y'all would not, Who, which one of you guys would not do this? Of course you would. If you had not a hundred sheep and one was missing, you would go look for it. And that's what Jesus, the example that Christ is giving them. So again, it really has zero to do with uh, what this gentleman is saying in his meme, because the next obvious question is, if the sinner is the one that Jesus is going to find, then in this meme, the sinner, black folk are the sinners. 
and the 99, the all sheep matter, the joke that he's trying to say right there, guess what? That means that the white folk or people that are not lost are the righteous ones. Using this logic in laying it against the actual Bible verse. Now, again, if you just want to make up a story and tell a story about it, then that's fine. But don't use Jesus to do it because Jesus didn't support it. And the scriptures definitely do not support it. But this is the problem that we have with critical race theory. It can't be supported on its own. It has to be propped up. It has to be. Uh, it's a parasite. It has to have a host. And in this sad situation, they're attempting to use the Bible as the host to support the life of critical race theory. And we're seeing right here, the Bible doesn't support that. Please go back and read Luke chapter 15, one through seven on your own. And I will try to leave the link to the meme in the description here so that you can go back and read it for yourself and see, does that actually say that? No. So again, he goes here, there's a hundred sheep. He just jumped in, started with a hundred sheep, but let's continue. But one goes missing. Okay, got you. Jesus leaves the 99 and goes after the one. Um, no problem there. Only, well, there is a slight problem because it doesn't say that Jesus is actually going after the sheep. He's still saying, what man of you having a hundred sheep, if he has lost one of them, will not leave the 99 in the open country and go after the one that is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his, his shoulders rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls his friends. It, it, we assume it's Jesus. And I think it's fair to say that, but it doesn't say that. He's actually pointing out to the Pharisees that they are not trying to win in or, or convert sinners. They're shunning sinners. They're pushing sinners away rather than trying to bring them in and bring them into a loving relationship with God, they're actually shunning them. So he's actually pointing that out to them. Again, memeology is a very tricky thing and you can't use memes to just support every idea and every ideology. It can't, it, it just doesn't work. So again, he's assuming that Jesus is the one that's going after the, the lost one. And, and I don't think that that's wrong to say that. It's just not supported necessarily in the text. But here it goes. The 99. But what about us? Don't we matter? Of course they matter. Of course they do. Okay. Of course the 99 still matter. But they're not the ones that are in danger. So here's another question. Since he's assuming and, and, and kind of projecting that the one is in danger. How is this one in danger? What is the one in danger of? Since he's basically saying black people are lost and they need saving. How's the one, how are black people lost? And how are you bringing them salvation? Because again, I've made the case before and I'll say it again. Critical race theory is a different gospel. When I say critical race theory is a cult, I'm not saying that to hyperbole, just to be um, provocative or just out of hyperbole. It really is a different theology. It's a different religion. So what is the religion of critical race theory that's actually going to save this black sheep that's run amok, that's running free? What is it? Because it's not the gospel of Jesus Christ. 
It's a whole nother teaching. What is it? So again, and then how are you assuming that black folk are the only ones that are lost? So are you saying that white folk don't need salvation? See, critical race theory collapses when you start pushing against it. And that's why, listeners, I really encourage you to ask more questions. It is perfectly fine if you want to support critical race theory. Don't do it without asking questions, though. A great question to ask is, did Jesus really have to die for critical race theory to be true? Because if critical race theory is true, it's being promoted by Muslims, atheists, Buddhists, Catholics, Mormons. Everybody on the spectrum is trying to, quote unquote, push for racial reconciliation and critical race theory. So did Jesus really have to die for this? Did Jesus really have to die in order for critical race theory to be true? And I think you would, if you really thought about it, no, it really didn't have to die. We don't need a savior for critical race theory to be true. That's the That should be the most glaring problem with CRT and social justice is that we don't actually need a savior for this. In order for this to be true, anybody can participate in it. All we got to do is you stop being racist and give us your stuff. I'm being a little bit tongue-in-cheek cheek in that regard, but really not. So that's the end of the meme. I'm not going to worry about that. I'm not going to, I think we've already pointed out that this is not the nature of the, the intent of Luke was not to promote some idea of racial reconciliation, Black Lives Matter or whatever like that in telling the story of the lost sheep. And definitely Christ didn't mean it. And I can say that with all confidence. I can say that with no worrying about being wrong. The reason I can say that Jesus never intended for his word to be used the way that this meme is using it, and Luke never wrote this passage with it to be used like it's being used, is because nobody else was doing it before. Nobody saw that and said, oh, wow, we got to go out and help black and brown people. Nope. It was never meant. It was never meant like that. Therefore, we can't use it like that now. We don't have the right to just use God's word as a prop and as a tool. And I keep saying that because it's true. We're using it as a prop or a tool. So, um, this is Dear Woke Christian podcast, a podcast where we're encouraging Christians to open up God's word, read His revealed word, compare his glorious revealed word to what's being promoted by your critical race theorists, social justice warriors, and see if what they're saying lines up with what God has already said. My name is Jason. I greatly appreciate you listening. I greatly appreciate you commenting, liking, sharing, subscribing, passing it along, whatever. Feel free to stop by the blog, dearwokechristian.com. I, I appreciate all of you. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any ideas or any thoughts or something I missed, Jason, you're just going too hard about critical race theory. Jason, you got to be, you got to ease up off of it, whatever. Feel free, share it down in below and I'll see you all next time. Grace and peace.